The Adam Smith Awards Asia are recognised as the industry benchmark for best practice and innovation in corporate treasury. Throughout this dedicated series, we take a deep dive into each of the winning solutions of 2021 in conversation with the creators themselves. Hello, I'm Sophie Jackson, Joint Publisher and Head of Strategic Content at the Treasury Today Group. In this episode, we take a look at the overall winner and the highly commended winners of the Best Funding Solution category. Many corporates are exploring alternative sources of funding, diversifying and or refinancing their funding sources. With an increase in M&A activity, we've seen many different types of funding submitted, whether a single transaction or as part of a company's overall debt strategy. And the overall winner of the best funding solution is Secretary General Datuk Seri Asri bin Hamadin at Ministry of Finance, Government of Malaysia. My name is Dato Asri bin Hamidun. Currently, I am the Secretary General of Treasury at the Ministry of Finance, Malaysia. First of all, on behalf of the Government of Malaysia, I would like to thank Treasury today for giving us the opportunity and recognition of our 2021 SDG Suku issuance. This is a fantastic recognition for the government of Malaysia as we launch the world first sovereign US dollar sustainability suku. The transaction is important to us for the number of reasons. First, it allows us to consolidate our leadership position in Islamic finance. Second, we prove that we can be innovative and deliver a first of its kind suku. And third, it allows us to demonstrate and stay true to our commitment to responsible investment. But I think most importantly, the recognition provides us with an opportunity to celebrate all hard works and collaboration across our function, the extended teams, as well as with our partner banks that have supported us and made it transaction a reality. We are truly honored to receive it. We have always prized ourselves for our responsible investment, where most of the country's suku issued in the past year have been tied to the principle of sustainability. With the luxury of deep local onshore liquidity market in ringgit to tap for funding, the issuance of USD sovereign bond by Malaysian government is not a frequent occurrence. However, in April 2021, with the US Treasury market performing strongly, the government wanted to leverage the investor appetites by issuing a USD suku, structured based on sustainability principle, in order to attract high quality investor as well as set new benchmark yield for the Malaysia issuer. With that, we began engaging our banking partner where we coordinate efforts to promote the suku across Asia Pacific, Middle East, Europe and the US. Ultimately, the proceeds will be used to fund an array of social and green projects including 
healthcare, education, basic infrastructure, clean transportation, sustainable management of natural resources, renewable energy, and green buildings, showing our commitment as determined by the Sustainable Development Goal. We work closely with JP Morgan, HSBC, and CIMB to structure and issue the bond within an extremely tight time frame of five weeks, which is really a record time for a bond of its kind during this time. We also had to ensure the issuance was validated by a second party opinion, SPO, to deem the product as sustainable and credible. We also took an extremely innovative approach for the suku as we fully utilize travel voucher as the underlying asset of the bond to monetize the future ticket sale of our country's MRT and LRT train services. Thus, setting a benchmark in sustainability Islamic bond. By intensively promoting the suku across the four regions, we will be able to raise $1.3 billion, which surpass our initial target of $1 billion. We will also able to price the bond more favorable as we shave off 35 basis points for our 10 years tranches and 40 basis points for the 30 years tranches from our initial bond price guidance. The landmark issuance breaks new ground of multiple counts. From the innovative use of travel voucher as underlying assets, it has also achieved the lowest spreads and coupon ever for a Malaysian sovereign bond, and it delivered the tightest ever pricing spreads in the history of Southeast Asia sovereign issuance on 30 years tranche. Hence, this was truly a landmark issuance for us. By selling the bond as such a tight pricing, we were also able to set a benchmark for similar issuance in the country, with a number of state-owned companies issuing their own shortly after ours. But most importantly, we would like to recognize the team engagement, professionalism, and collaboration with our stakeholders throughout our deal journey, as this wouldn't have been possible without them. And now it's time for a word from their partner. My name is Nurjas Finashe. I am the Head of Corporate Banking at JP Morgan Malaysia. JP Morgan was delighted to have worked on this landmark and important transaction. The Government of Malaysia appointed us and two others for this deal and we formed a highly experienced and knowledgeable team right from the beginning to ensure that we were able to provide them with a winning solution. The appointed banks partnered with the Government of Malaysia to gather the appropriate information to understand the challenges and expectations required to undertake these transactions, which included first was the need to launch quickly, second was to establish a SDG Sukuk framework, and lastly was to earmark the intangible asset and structure the sukuk that is compliant to Sharia principles. With this understanding, the mandated banks were able to advise an effective marketing and distribution strategy at the optimal issuance window. As a ratings advisor to the government of Malaysia over the past seven years, 
JP Morgan was also able to use this experience to strategically position Malaysia's credit story against its peers. We, the Mediated Banks, were also able to leverage our previous first-hand experiences in issuing ESG bonds to deliver recommendations to the Government of Malaysia to complete the Sustainable Sukuk Framework, while also utilising our extensive relationships to bring together top active investors for the bond issuance. A number of factors made this a landmark and winning solution. First was the level of engagement. With regular touch points, we were able to address any potential issues and deliver the bond within a record timeline of five weeks. The second element came down to the government's innovative approach of using travel vouchers as 100% of the underlying assets for the bond and allocating proceeds to green and social activities, making this the first ever sovereign US dollar sustainable sukuk. And lastly was the ability to attract over $8 billion in book orders that was six times oversubscribed, which allowed the Malaysian government to achieve a favourable price revisions across the 10-year and 30-year tranches. All this was achievable thanks to the open and collaborative approach from the teams at the Ministry of Finance and the Government of Malaysia, which helped build a strong sense of inclusion with JP Morgan and other partner banks throughout the transaction. We are delighted to have been able to work on this landmark and important transaction and we look forward to even greater partnerships with the Government of Malaysia. Next up, the highly commended award in this category. Hi, my name is Philip Kidden. I'm the Head of Investor Relations at Qantas Airways Limited in Sydney, Australia. My prior role was the Treasurer of Capital Markets and, and that was the role under which we undertook the, the work that we uh, were lucky enough to receive an award for. Winning the award has been a real honour and I guess a privilege. I think for us as a team, 2020 was a very difficult year and I think the airline industry has had a, a couple of very difficult years so, and, and least of all the Treasury teams in there and, and it was really a time when as a Treasury team, all that practice, all that planning that you put in ahead of, I guess, a crisis like we've seen uh, came to fruition and, and, you know, the best plans and the learnings, I guess, from those, I guess, were played out and I guess it was really pleasing for us to see that sort of result turn out well. Uh, you know, a lot of what we had planned for, we were able to implement and work on and I think as a result of that, achieve really good outcomes for the company and you know by virtue of that some of these uh, outcomes have been recognized by this toward today the biggest challenge i think for any treasury team over the last year has been really around being nimble and and being able to pivot as as problems emerged i think all of us were facing a situation and a crisis that was unique whilst we all had very good plans uh the playbook and the scenario probably wasn't one that we any of us had encountered so being able to sort of pivot as, as uh, situations emerged and in our situation, you know, really we had to finance a series of uh, engines uh, for the company through an export-import financing. But some of those engines went back in time and we'd taken delivery a while back. And I think just working with our partners, the, the Exim Bank, as well as the guys at JP Morgan, I think we were able to come up with a funding structure that recognised the the assets that were in our business had been there for a while, but ultimately they were still eligible for um, Exum support. And that was extremely valuable at a time when airlines 
faced a, a significant liquidity challenge and you know we normally wouldn't look at uh, a financing of engines but in this case the unique situation we faced meant that we we had to pressure test assumptions and and ultimately that proved to be a great deal for all of us involved look the biggest learning is probably the relationship investment that occurs prior to this situation so it's it's often difficult to come up with a unique problem or i guess face a, a unique problem uh, with your partners uh having not had discussions prior to that. So really the, the time you invest in the relationship management, making sure that people understand your business. When you're facing a deep crisis, you don't want to be explaining to a chief risk officer for the first time who you are and what you do. And I think we'd spend a lot of time with both our partners in the deal explaining our business prior to the crisis so when we actually needed their help and their support and, and the deal teams during that time, that was quite easy. Those were already known outcomes for them so we could focus on the new problems that the situation created so i would just emphasize that relationship management and planning and investing that time prior to the crisis probably differentiated us and, and enabled us to get this outcome on on what was quite a unique deal in, in i think extremely challenging circumstances and now it's time for a word from their partner Hi, I'm Mark Davison, a Managing Director at J.P. Morgan and the Client Executive for Qantas Airways. We provided an ample degree of support. Uh, J.P. Morgan proposed a solution to span the gap in financing between U.S. Exum approvals of a U.S. Exum facility and the engine deliveries by structuring a short-term bridge financing facility with a tenor of three months. Upon obtaining full Exum approval, uh, we seamlessly converted that bridge facility into a long-term facility with 100% U.S. Exum cover. Well, there was a number of key elements. The solution gave the, the client access to a diversified source of funding during a period of high stress, which was obviously COVID. And it was delivered in record time despite the complexity of the facility and was also in the currency of preference for Qantas being Australian dollars. A huge congratulations to all our Adam Smith Awards Asia 2021 winners. Thank you for listening to this episode of our dedicated Adam Smith Awards Asia podcast series, brought to you by the Treasury Today Group. More episodes will be coming soon featuring other award-winning solutions. So please subscribe to our channel so you can stay updated wherever you get your podcasts from.